The views and opinions expressed on Unlock Your Wealth Radio are those of the host, guests, and callers only and are not necessarily the views of Unlock Your Wealth Radio, Heather Wagonalls, or Success Publishing International. More willpower than a barefoot woman at a shoe sale. Able to stretch a single paycheck for an entire month. Makes money concepts easier than third grade math. Introducing your purveyor of prosperity, Heather Wagonall. Work all day, stress all night. Take your mind off your money and focus on your life. Money don't matter for the stuff it bought. It's the way you think, not what you got, yeah. Unlock Your Wealth Radio starts now. Yes, indeed. Get your money mind right here. I am she, who is your facilitator of that getting your money mind right, your purveyor of prosperity, Heather Wagonhalls. And I am flanked today by the maestro of moolah, Michael Terry. Hey, hey, hey. And we are going to help you get your money mind right one final time for 2017 before we move on to the new year. So hopefully you haven't had to pick up too many broken toys. or called for too many warranty replacements for all of the crap from the holidays. Hopefully you had a festive one and you remembered the eighth key in our Keys to Riches financial philosophy, which is no seasonal exceptions. And you uh, did not go overboard on your holiday spending, that you kept your passions in perspective as we would from our take emotion out of the picture key. We used our card of philosophy to give appropriately. We stayed within our holiday savings and spending plan and all of that good stuff that we do when it comes to these events. And we understand that giving is about the giver, not the recipient. And what's the most important thing from the eighth key? People want your presence in the E-N-C-E format, not the E-N-T-S format. So hopefully you had an abundance of presence in the E-N-C-E format this year, and you're not picking up crazy broken toys all over the place. Yeah. But hopefully you spent quality time with people and made memories that'll last a lifetime longer than that toy did (laughs) that's already broken. (laughs) So that brings us to our final key. We are here. We are at the end of the season and the end of the year. We got a double whammy going on. So as we think about 2018 being momentarily around the corner in just a few days, we want to focus on what we're doing with ourselves. And did we apply anything that we learned from these keys? If so, how many? Because sometimes, you know, it takes us a few times going through it. So we just did our uh, practicing the three R's. So we've already done our review, revise, and recommit, but are there any final thoughts you might have? Let's take a moment, shall we, and actually review the year so far, or I should say the season so far, this season of the keys 
So we can think about, did I fully address that key or do I need to pay more attention to it? Because you know what? Next week we start all over again. And I, by the way, I hope you all have been enjoying the Facebook lives for our keys to riches segment and doing the unlock your wealth live. I hope that uh, that's brought you some more value, especially because, well, you can beam in the broadcast and talk to me directly and have your questions answered on the spot. You don't have to wait. So for those of you who are joining us for the first time, thank you so much for stopping by and investing this time in yourself to help you achieve financial freedom. So the keys to riches is a financial philosophy I created that is a baker's dozen of financial concepts that teach you how to think like the rich and be in control of your own money. So it's not just about how much can I blow on luxury goods, because that's what people think rich people think about all day. And all rich people think about is how can I maximize the use of this dollar? Maybe it's a Louis Vuitton handbag. Maybe it's another investment. You know, Bitcoin's just cranking now that it's on the options board. So what are we doing with our dollars? You know, so that's what we're going to learn here. So it's about thinking like the rich and controlling your money. You will also learn how to create or fix your credit eliminate debt, save and invest all while transforming your current financial habits into healthy money management skills. And here at Unlock Your Wealth Radio and Unlock Your Wealth Live on Mondays at 9 a.m. Pacific, we give these keys to you and we do them one key at a time, one week at a time. So it gives you a chance to absorb the information, look at where it fits in your life and then apply and integrate it. So each key builds upon each other. Wouldn't you agree? That sounds great. Yeah. So let's talk about the, the keys. Let's just do a little brief recap on each key. So acceptance and affirmation. It's our first key. We're going to be talking about it next week. All right. This is where we have to accept where we are in order to change it. That's the toughest concept. But denial is a warm, fluffy blanket that most of us like to live in. It's just the nature of our being. Mm -hmm. You know, we talk about our biology-based approach to success. We are designed for failure at long-term anything management, money management, weight management, career management, hobby management, spirituality management, whatever it is, you name it, you're going to have a struggle with it long-term. And it's because we're biologically designed to do something different. And that different is doing what we do in this moment. And in this moment, we're driven towards pleasure and away from pain. And so denial is that warm, fluffy blanket. When we want to avoid pain, we go into that warm, fluffy blanket. And that's why acceptance is the critical first step, because if you do not accept you have an issue, you will never move to change it. You can't, if you're in denial, you can't change anything because you do not actively acknowledge its existence. Now, when people think about acceptance, my biggest argument that I hear from people when I do workshops is that, okay, so, uh, but, but I don't agree with what I've done. I, you know, I, I hate that I've done these things. I am upset about that I've done these things. So what? Thank you. <laughs> Lord, thank so you. what? It doesn't mean you agree with what you have done. Acceptance is not agreement. It's merely acknowledgement. And the more 
you disagree, the better off you are. Because when you come to that point of acceptance, now you have the drive, the emotional drive to start creating the the physiological environment for change. Because if we're fat and happy, we ain't changing. It's just the nature of things. Sure, I would love to move forward towards something's pleasurable, but as long as I'm not in pain... I can forgo the pleasure if it requires effort. So what we have to do is, is get angry, be upset, but channel that emotion to fuel the change that you need to make to achieve what you say you want to accomplish. And that's the beauty of accepting where you are. It's not agreement. And the, and the less you agree, the better off you are. Because yeah. except that you screwed up, now move to change it and you have the energy. That's the challenge that people who suffer from depression have. So if you think about, you know, the, um, the roller coaster ride that you take daily, sometimes hourly or moment by moment with our emotions, things make us happy, things make us sad. You know, we go through this myriad of emotions throughout the day, all biochemically driven through responses in our environment or thoughts that we have in our head. And so once this starts happening, what happens is, is we naturally have this ebb and flow to life. But when we get hung up in a particular emotion, you know, if we get hung up in hostility, we have anger management issues. If we get hung up in sadness and can't let go of the sadness, we get depression. But you can't expect a depressed person to become happy. But if you can move them up the emotional scale just a tad to get pissed off, now they're going to change whatever was making them sad. They're going to abandon it and reach for something better. But until they let go of the sadness and look for another emotion, it doesn't have to be happiness because happiness is at that far other end of the spectrum from sadness. Sadness is kind of at the bottom. And so you've got to get angry. If you feel hopeless, helpless, or sad, you're not going to take and make a move. So the more angry you are, or the more angry or agitated you can become in this acceptance phase, this is where you're going to kick ass because this is what fuels the change, you know, and people do not change until the pain of change is less than the pain of staying the same. We have to get so uncomfortable with where we are before we'll make a move. And this is this whole negative drive. It's our biological drive, you know? And so we will all, we may not always reach for that carrot dangling on the stick and chase something worthwhile. Uh, We may not always do that, but we will always move away from something that is causing us pain. Whether, you know, we got too close to the stove and burnt our hand, or we think about having to do homework or go watch a movie. You know, well, we don't want to do homework because we know that's going to create pain. So I'm going to go watch a movie instead. But it's not until we make that choice. Acceptance is the first phase. Now, if you have been addicted to your emotions and been on a roller coaster ride for a long time, acceptance is that first piece. But now we have to work on this self-esteem and we start have to retraining behaviors. And the first way to retrain a behavior is to retrain the thoughts because the thoughts repeated over time are what become the behaviors. So we have to focus on generating positive thoughts and reaffirming our own personal value. And that's the second part. Then we move into key two, which is take action, make assessment. So now we got all excited 
now we're going to look at things in a different way. We're going to do an organic assessment in our second key. And we're going to look at the when we do things. We're not looking at why or how much because that doesn't tell us the story because it's not about our emotions. It's about our physiology. It's always physiology first. And when we think about the three amigos and how they respond to stimulus in in our environment or our automatic thoughts that we have in our head, that we have to focus on when we are doing things. Because when we can figure out the when stuff goes sideways, the how becomes obvious regardless of the why. The why is not relevant. You know, because when we figure out when, we'll know why. It's like, oh, my boyfriend just called me fat. I'm going to go shopping to make myself feel better because there's a dress I've been eyeing that will make me look skinny. It's kind of expensive, but it might be on sale right now. And so that's how we do the bad thing. So it's, it's about, we know what we're doing. We're trying to placate ourselves. So the why that's obvious why we spend impulsively like that. Mm -hmm. So the when is it happens when our boyfriend does something that's unfavorable to us. So now we can start saying, okay, when my boyfriend is a smart ass, I either need to get a new boyfriend, which is my recommendation, or <laughs> learn how to respond differently when he is an asshole to you. I mean, that's the key, yeah. right? Is choosing a different response instead of instinctively reacting. Because then we're reacting from a place of biological drives and it's fight, freeze, or flee. And we will only do what we've been programmed to do. And so if what we did to deal with a boyfriend being mean was go to the mall to make ourselves feel better, then that's the pattern that's in place. And so what we have to do is create a new pattern. So by just not taking the existing patterns actions, it will diminish over time. The brain will build a new pathway, you know, but you got to carve it first and that's hard. It's like you're all of a sudden you're on a, you know, a super highway, a nicely paved freeway. And now you got to go off road and four wheel and blaze your own trail. And that's not easy for many people to do. It's simple but it's not easy. Right. So then the fun begins with our dreams with deadlines. Okay. And now we create our strategy, our quantum goal achievement strategy that by the way, I'm going to have a special offer for you at the end of the show. If you are interested in learning the expanded dreams with deadlines key, that it's its own workshop where we do six weeks of discovery and desire work, where we really drill down on what makes us tick and how to maximize our current behaviors to strategize a path for congruent success. If you want to get more done with less effort and less pain and suffering, this is the course for you. And you need to stop by. Uh, I'll give you a bit.ly. It's bi- I'll give it to you now and then you don't have to wait. All right. So it's bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash unlock your wealth. And all actually, all of my courses are on sale. And uh, so you can have the seven elements for self-empowerment, the unlock your wealth goal achievement strategy, the keys to riches and whatever else is up there once you get into the workshops uh, areas. But if you go there and then what was the um, what was our code? Uh, it would be holiday 17 because it's 2017. So holiday 17, holiday, holiday 17. 17. 
all lowercase, all run together. And you put that in. And if you are willing to make an investment in yourself to have something different, be something different and do something different in the coming year, then I am your chica because I'm going to invest in you as well. And if you're willing to pony up 50 cents, I'm going to match it with another 50. So if you want half off all the courses that are that are currently in the Unlock Your Wealth Foundations nice. courses, deal. yes, half off. So, but it's only till the end of the year. So you ain't got much time. Yep. Holiday 17. So please remember, remember, say what you want, not what you don't want. Then we move on to our fourth key, which is knowledge is power. Not knowing is powerful. You need to do your own financial knowledge checklist because you have to figure out what it is that you should know about money and then match your skills to what you should know. So here you're going to do a knowledge, a financial knowledge inventory and find out what you do know. And I'll make it simple for you. It's so simple. It's a three, five financial strategy. There are three questions you need to answer and address five areas of concern. Those three questions are, Miguel. Where am I? Where am I going? Ding, ding, ding. And? Uh, What's the difference? Yeah. Oh my gosh, you totally get a holiday bonus, Miguel. (laughs) Outstanding. So those are the three questions you need to ask yourself. And each, there are individual keys that take you there. Uh, So first it would be creating your balance sheet. And you do that in key two and key seven, which is break the budget. Uh, Key three, which is dreams with deadlines, answers the where am I going? Because those are your financial goals. And then what's the difference is practicing the three R's last week's key, our 12th key. Uh, So we haven't gotten to that description yet. But so, so that's how you do those questions. The five areas of concern are income and expenses, protections, asset accumulation, asset multiplication, and asset preservation. So if you want to learn more about that, all you have to do is visit the website at keystoriches.com and look up one of our past shows on the fourth key, which is knowledge is power. Fifth key, we move into all of our brain good stuff, take emotion out of the picture. We want to be positive and proactive. We want to be positive and proactive about earning money, but we want to be impartial when it comes to spending and investing that money. And so this is how we learn how our body physiologically responds to information in our environment and in our brain. And this is kind of where we learn about the three amigos and how they're responding, how they respond physiologically and with regard to the stimulus in our environment or our own self-generated thoughts. And this is critical because we need tools and resources to overcome a hormone dump. When we get stuck in an instinctive reaction instead of a thoughtful response, we have to have tools and resources to do that. And this is the key where we learn that. And that's our third key. Our sixth key tags onto this with hope Hope for the best. best Oh my gosh, you got one. I totally didn't even give you a chance. I should have given you a chance. Yeah, Yeah, I've got it now. I've... (laughs) 
<laughs> as we're doing our year-end wrap. And by the way, this segment of Unlock Your Wealth Radio is sponsored in part by KeepMyID.org, the only service that actually prevents identity theft. All others are just monitoring services. Put your credit on lockdown with their special offer for Unlock Your Wealth Radio listeners by visiting unlockyourwealthradio.com forward slash KeepMyID and click on the link to start protecting your financial future right now. So our seventh key, break the budget. This is how we, for the first time, will identify what our balance sheet is, how much we have, how much we owe, and what our net worth is. And sometimes there's a negative net worth. And that's okay, because remember, we're just measuring where we are. The one theme that we need to be consistent about thinking about as we go through these keys is we have to remember how powerful our brain is. And when we invoke judgment and start saying that things are good or bad, we create problems for ourselves because it starts unnecessarily dumping emotional responses in the form of hormones, and they can have a negative impact. We can get stuck in a guilt loop. We can get stuck in a sadness loop if we're not careful. So what we have to do is instead of judging ourselves, just ask the question, was this effective or an ineffective choice? And that's how we make our measurements. And so instead of saying something is good or bad, we just look at it differently for, through a different lens and say, is this effective or ineffective? And so if we identify something as ineffective, we can move to correct it. But if we start saying, oh, this is bad, I'll never do it again, then we get stuck in where we have to learn, forget the perfection principle coming up. So this is a critical key. Key eight, uh, no seasonal exceptions. You just took the time to build an incredible savings and spending plan in the last key. And we break our budget. We get rid of it because budgets are bad. I know I just said don't pass judgment, but budgets are bad. (laughs) They are ineffective in addition to being bad. So we have to find another just way to manage our finances and achieve financial freedom effectively. And that's by breaking our budget and creating a healthy savings and spending plan instead. No seasonal exception says, now we're not going to screw this up now that we just got on track with some holiday or special event that we want to commemorate or experience. Because we learn that gift giving is about the giver, not the recipient. And there's an ulterior motive. It's called gratitude. People want you to participate and people don't want your gifts in the ENTS sense. They want your presence in the ENCE format. And if there are people that only want you because of something you can do for them or give them in the form of a gift, you need to say, uh, sayonara, sweetie. You need to say this relationship is ineffective and distance yourself from it. You never want to completely alienate somebody, but you can distance yourself from that person. So you're not having the same level of input or influence that they once caused in your life. Because again, it's all about managing your physiology successfully because effective money management is essentially effective physiology management. So how can we experience our days and respond appropriately. That's all that we're learning. And so that's what new se- no seasonal exceptions does. So now we're going to start moving on to learning new resources. We've got create credit. So this is all about what goes into your credit profile and how to build the ideal credit profile so you can successfully leverage yourself 
to achieve financial freedom uh, because there's ways to do it that are appropriate and that others build your wealth. And then there are things that get you into trouble, like financing your Ferragamos. <laughs> Leveraging your loafers is not a good thing. If you can't pay for them at the end of the month without affecting your rent payment or mortgage going late, then you shouldn't have them. Okay. No more financing stuff. We're only financing dreams here, and the dreams that we're financing are the things that facilitate our dreams. So we need to create asset-backed investments. And so that's what we learned <clears throat> on how to create the ideal credit profile because our 10th key, remember, real estate shows us how we can successfully leverage ourselves so others can build our wealth. And so key nine piggy is the leverage to piggyback key 10, which is remember real estate. Now we're going to look at how to measure how close to or far away from you are from real estate investment. We also learn what real estate investment is and it's not home ownership. And so if you want to learn more, cause you're like, what? She just threw a loop there. You need to visit our Unlock Your Wealth radio show page on Facebook, like the show page, and then turn on notifications so you always know every time I post a new live broadcast because we do our Keys to Riches live on Facebook now with Unlock Your Wealth Live. So then... I'm going to seam up another loop here that I started a few keys ago, and that's forget the perfection principle. So this whole effective, ineffective, passing judgment is ineffective for us to be successful. And sometimes we have to learn to let go and we must forgive. And we're not forgiving for the other person. You forgive for you. Forgiveness benefits you, the giver of the forgiveness. And you don't have to forgive people directly, especially if you have sworn that you will despise them and loathe them outwardly forever. (laughs) And there are some people that, you know, that do something so catastrophic that you cannot outwardly participate in anything with them anymore. But you cannot continue to hang on to that forget that that pain. So what we learn in this key is how to get the meaning and message from the mistake and move on with my four-step forgiveness strategy. And we just did that show a couple of weeks ago. So it'll be up there on the Facebook fan page at Unlock, at Unlock Your Wealth Radio on Facebook. So be sure to visit the show page, like the show page, and then turn on notifications so you always know every time I post a new broadcast. So that leads us to uh, practicing the three R's. And we just did that one last week. That's review, revise, recommit. And if you tuned into the Facebook Live, I gave you a bonus R, 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 that's going to help catapult you. It's going to 10X your ability to succeed when you do this quarterly review, revise, and recommit. Now, this is where the rubber meets road. This is the key that catapults your success managing money effectively because of what it looks at. Because most budgets are bad because they don't take into account changes in your lifestyle, changes in your income changes in your family style. So here is where we learn how to assess our lives and figure out what is the most appropriate track for us in this moment. Because what we did three months ago when we made that decision, it might not be relevant. Some of it might be, all of it might be, none of it might be. If you're making more money and you're still spending the same, but you're not investing, 
that's an issue. This is a chance to start moving away that added income that you don't need. Start packing it away because the more you invest up front, that's where the compound effect will pay off in dividends later on. So you don't have to invest as much up front, but the more you invest, you catapult your ability to be successful and create that financial freedom and multiple income streams that you're looking for. Which leads us finally to this week's key, which is become a voracious reader. And I am going to give you a fabulous year end celebration. So you have to tune in at facebook.com forward slash unlock your wealth radio and catch Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific, the, the, the live broadcast that we're going to do, because this is, is the best key. So I, in my desire for greatness, know that I have limitations. <laughs> and one of those is that I am not the be all end all to money management because this is your foundation for success, but you need to create other resources. So what do you do to do that? So you got to read. read. You got to read. Reading does some amazing things for you. So once you read something, it materially alters your brain structure. It creates connections that you didn't know you had until you read. It also gives you, especially if you read situational stuff, biographical stuff or stories, you know, whether it's fiction or nonfiction, true account is not uh, uh, of what's important. You learn how people handle those situations. And when you read, you experience it when it's an engaging writer, you experience it for yourself. And so now you have a pattern in place to either continue because it's a positive and effective behavior or avoid if it's an ineffective one. But you know how it plays out. It also, when you read great writing, gives you the words you need when you need it to communicate effectively. So that's what I love about reading. My most favorite book of all time, of course, Miguel, you know what that is. Atlas Shrugged. Yes, Atlas Shrugged. It's an amazing action-adventure story. It's somewhat professorial for the times that we're living in. And it will give you an amazing foundation for thinking objectively. Another book, if you're not into female heroine lead characters, is uh, The Fountainhead with Howard Rourke. It also has a very amazing female character, Dominique, both by I. Rand. I would encourage you to start your reading there. And my friends at the Atlas Society do these great online reading clubs. So just visit their Facebook page at the Atlas Society on Facebook and uh, click on their notifications so you'll know the next time they start another reading group. I wish you all a very healthy, fabulous and prosperous 2018. For the maestro of moolah, Michael Terry, I'm Heather Wagonhalls. Now go out and unlock your wealth today. UnlockYourWealthRadio.com is produced by Heather Wagonhalls and the Unlock Your Wealth Foundation. UnlockYourWealthRadio.com and its affiliates are copyrighted 2017 with all rights reserved. For more information on the Keys to Riches Financial Wellness Series, please visit our website at www.unlockyourwealth.com. 